Welcome to Living Room Clutter, 111. I'm Dave Moore. Joining me is the only guy you're going to see during this visual podcast that you watch on YouTube, Josh, JC Lexicon. How's it going, Josh? Hey, Dave. Hello, everybody that can actually see me. And I apologize in advance for the awkwardness slash hilariousness that will ensue. You guys get to watch Josh the whole time because Keith's webcam is also not working. So he's not live on cam. Keith, though. Yep. Yeah, I'm here. Webcamless, so you can't see my beautiful face. I know. I know. It's really because I just hadn't shaved. I wanted to look like Josh a little bit, but I just couldn't bring myself to be camera pretty. The um, the the baldness blinded your camera, right? That's that's exactly what it is. I think what it probably is is my cat chewed a cord, as usual. <laughs> and since oh, we only do the show once a month, I didn't realize it. So. It's the only time you ever use the camera. The only time I use the camera. Yep. I know. I was worried that the that this month is going to be cursed. Yep. I mean, this is the latest in the month we've ever done it, guys. Let me ask you guys this real quick. Do you hear my fan running? No. Uh, no, I can't hear a fan. Good deal. All right, because I didn't can't really want to sweat to death. Can't hear mine either. It's great. It's perfect. All right. Good enough. Guys. Ooh, we got uh, two. What's up to Sororoxis and on the roadcast? Uh, so, uh, E3 happened, guys. Did it we didn't be. Well, did. Did well, hold on. Did it really? Because that was the worst E3 I've seen in many if years. E3 I... happened in Los Angeles and nobody watched any of the live streams. Did it really count? It's more like if an E3 happened in 2018, but everything leaked four weeks beforehand, did it really happen? Um, and Sony's press conference wasn't even a conference and no. uh, i mean you guys were all in the theaters so you obviously saw it i think i was working or i finished work that night you didn't and miss didn't watch it you didn't miss anything hey hey if it means that now developers are going to start doing more uh, feudal japan themed games sign me up keith my question here sure i had an i had an awful experience watching that in my living room was it even slightly enjoyable I mean, I enjoyed the being in the theater. It was just, there was just nothing. I mean, I, I understood going in that they were, they made a point of saying that they were only going to really focus on what is it, Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding and Last Spider of Us and Spider-Man. I knew that, but I really didn't expect that to be it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do a pre-show like they did last year. Like last year when you went into the theater at like eight o'clock, like maybe at eight ten they started a, an actual pre-show. And that was where you saw a little bit lesser titles. Like that was where they showed uh, the new Hot Shots Golf last year and where they showed um, more indie titles and some other stuff like that. And then they kind of kept the big stuff for the show, you know? Right. And then, but I expected that to be like their their first party titles. You know what I mean? I thought there'd be some other stuff. Like I thought we might've seen Final Fantasy VII, you know, or or something like that. And I mean, so they, they showed- Or at least, at least even third party stuff. Right. Right, exactly, and you know, like I think that like Spider Man looked re looked really good, and I think the the new Sucker Punch game Ghost of Shima looked really good. Yeah, that I, and Sekiro from Software can do good stuff, and I hope yeah. that they have more creative control because Activision publishing it. You'll excuse me if I'm not overly excited about that part. But yeah, Death Stranding, Death looks Stranding awful. looked terrible. They looked, and, and granted, I I'm sure they were probably something showing some. Ah, God, I can't talk showing something that was early but all they showed him was walking around in vistas like you know what was the point yeah like 
if you're going to show it, then show something worthwhile. It, it was better off to show me some weird cutscene I didn't understand at all than to show me that, because now I'm bored. That game looks boring as hell. It looks like Zelda Breath of the Wild with nothing to do. Yep. Death I mean, Stranding. Stand, stand eating. <laughs> eat, eat standing. That was the truest walking simulator I've ever seen in my life. Yep. So. Not exciting. Not good. We'll okay. see in like what two years, three yeah, years. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's probably too early. You know what I mean? Like it's it's right. probably too early, and they probably shouldn't be showing anything. Maybe they should have just skipped a year. I mean, unless it's coming out sooner than I think, but I don't, I don't see it being. Any you you know what's a good year. game that's coming out sooner than that? What? And has every well. single character ever except Waluigi? Whatever. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a Switch, but I'm happy for those that are going to get to play it on the go. Don't get me started on that game. I I don't like Smash Brothers in the first place. I'm not a Smash guy as far as I'm concerned with with fighting games. It's Street Fighter. Ooh. Get the hell out. This has been a hot take with Keith. This is not a hot take. Smash Brothers is for casuals. Um, <laughs> not me just I'm, that I'm laughing at all the... All the uh, competitive smash players right now who are listening to this show i didn't say that there couldn't you can't be competitive but smash brothers is fighting games for babies um it's a good party fighting game it's not i can see that speaking of party games well hold on let me finish with this one and it's i think it's it's fun for four players you know there's not a lot of good four player fighting games so from that perspective that's fun and i know you can do i think even eight but Yeah. So from that perspective, it's really cool if you're not like a hardcore, you know, Street Fighter fan or something like that. You know, that part is neat, but like the everything's so simplified and it's just I've never been a Smash fan. I think it's cool that they're making it. I think it's nice that they have so many characters in it, but it also looks like it's not a 100% new game. I don't want to say it's like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I think they did more than that. Mm-hmm. But it's not a new game either. It's like Smash 4.5 or something like that. Yeah, but was it really ever a new game? I think that's what people were really hoping for. Yeah, but is Smash ever really a new game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing about I, Madden or, or Street Fighter even. Right. You know, but... Yeah, any sports game ever. I mean, hell, you could say it about Rockman. I, I mean, mean I, I, other, I, other, other than like Pro Instruments or something... You know, it's it's very similar. There are subtle tweaks mm-hmm. here and there, you know, but that's anything, you know. Arguably, we could say the only new, like, Guitar Hero game was Guitar Hero Live. I mean, that's to really just move the buttons around. I mean, yeah. it's still essentially the same thing. They they tweaked it, you know. that's It's like, you know, adding, like, analog juke moves or something in Madden or something, you know. The only the truly new would have been, like, you know, uh, what's Rocksmith? You know, I mean, I know you could do pro guitars and rock band, but really Rocksmith. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else at E3, I think Microsoft won by far. Yeah, but even even they didn't show a whole lot of their own stuff. They showed a lot of third it's party by trailers. Default. Right. And it doesn't, really was. Doesn't, doesn't matter. They still showed me games. <laughs> That's fair. But most of the games they showed you will be on everything. Yeah, true. Except Forza Horizon 4, which is going to be sure. the greatest game of that, all time. That looks good. But if yeah, Forza is an annual series at this point, too. You just switch up years, you know. 
Yeah. Is there really a difference between the actual Forza and Horizon, or is Horizon it like... more arcade style? Like I don't okay. want to say Ridge oh. Racer, but you know, more in that vein. It's okay. open world too. Yeah. It's way more open world. Yep. Three Swag. was the last one, right? That's still a 360 one. No, that's Xbox One, and that game is stellar. That is my favorite game that's of this console generation. Okay. Um, Forza Horizon Three is outstanding. If you have not played that game, and you need something to cheer you up after the uh, the poor reception of Rock Band Four, still play Forza Horizon Three. It will change your life. If you think you're not a huge racing game fan. If you just have a mild interest, you will like that game. It was some other hey, stuff. Any um, highlights for you, Josh? Um, I saw some of some conferences. I know I was watching some of uh, the Jimquisition on Twitch. Uh, Jim Sterling and some other people were riffing on EA. And I think I saw some of the Nintendo one, The that riff thing. I know from Ubisoft's conference... Beyond Good and Evil 2, I'm still a little on the fence about, but I mean, at least Jade is in it to some degree, and you can tell that they're at least taking their time with it. Uh, Skull and Bones still kind of looks like Sea of Thieves, but worth a damn. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I feel like EA is setting Bioware up to fail as well. Like, you saw that Anthem coverage in all the conferences. Actually, most everyone I was hearing that got to play it liked it a lot, but they all agreed the conference footage was terrible. Yeah, it's just like, I had no idea Jetpack Joyride looked this good in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, I actually had something today. So, you know, the new Castlevania Bloodstained. A Bloodstained, they, yeah, I want to play that. They showed that at the show, and if you backed it on Kickstarter at $60 or more, which I did, they were releasing the E3 demo, and they were calling it the beta. Um, and it was supposed to come out today. Um, and then today at, like, noon, they delayed it and said, oh, we're going to release it a week from now instead because we, we're going to get rid of basically the bugs that we discovered by people playing at E3, and then that way we don't get the same kind of reports or whatever. Which, okay, but they waited until today to do it. So now it will release a day before I leave for vacation. So... <laughs> I'll probably get to try it once for 30 minutes and be, and not be able to do it again for a week. So, guys, this is your number one rhythm gaming podcast. Did anything happen in the world of rhythm gaming, Josh? Anything worth a damn in rhythm gaming at E3? Um, They showed Just Dance at Ubisoft's conference. There's a VR, there's a VR game. Well, yeah, I'm going to get to that. Well, first off, in non-rhythm game stuff, my two favorites, I mean, they didn't show it at E3, but Spiral Reignited Trilogy, come on. Oh, yeah. For me, anyways, I know, Keith, you don't necessarily care for for Spyro as much, but... You can't see me on camera right now, but I'm sticking my tongue out at you and putting a thumbs down. That's (laughs) fine. I can't see you anyways. But, I mean, for me, because along with Crash Bandicoot, Spyro was a big part of my childhood, and I still have those games. Mine, too. I was debating whether to get the the, uh, PSN versions, but since they never go on sale, maybe I'll hold off, but... I'm looking forward to seeing how, because I've seen some of the screenshots of what the levels look like, and they look really beautiful, even though their design is basically the same as like t- almost 20 years ago. It looks like it plays more like Spyro than Crash played like Crash. But what do I know? I haven't played it. Well, either. speaking of Crash, they are adding a new level to the Insane Trilogy. Yeah. 
Future Tense, which I'm kind of excited for because it could be more of a challenge in line with, I think, some of the what the later updates brought. And I think there's another update coming around the next week, I want to say, because the Steam version is out next Friday. I want them to make a whole new game. Maybe maybe they will they'll make like a standalone one soon. One one level every six months is not okay. Just mm. put out a new game. Make a whole new game. Yeah, so so that was the Spyro trilogy, and that comes out September twenty first, so I've got that to look forward to. At least on PS4. PC version will probably come like next fall. But for me, probably my game of E3. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. I mean, damn CD Projekt Red. You just know how to make everybody wait for like for three to five years. But I don't know anything about that game. I don't know why people are into it. Well, the funny thing was in the little trailer that they showed, um, actually, at I think it was the Microsoft conference. Yeah, they had like they... all these codes going by on the screen. I think those were codes for The Witcher 3. Oh, really? Yeah, for at least for Xbox. Because I saw Storm 360... Uh, one of the people in the rock band community, I think he was able to find a code from the Mixer stream, I guess, because Mixer's a thing, apparently, that Microsoft wants you to think about. But it was kind of a cool thing they did. And it looks really good. It's really faithful to the books it's based on. And I feel like it's going to do for, you know, the sort of steampunk cyberpunk genre, what the Witch- what the Witcher did for RPGs and really elevate it to a higher art. So I'm really glad they're taking their time with it. I may still wait three years to play it when it's at a, a more decent price for a complete edition like I did with The Witcher 3, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, what they do with this with this franchise going forward. Yeah, it looks yeah. really good. If anything is, it's probably not till next year or even later. Yep. They actually, yep. we're talking about it on, um, I think it was the Bombcast today, and they mentioned what they showed was running on a very, very high-end PC. It was running on a 1080 Ti which obviously neither of the systems that we have right now are running anything close to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I would hope that this is definitely, they're able to use a lot more higher and like you said, high end graphics stuff and have this be an early launch title for the next generation of consoles, because I feel like this is a game that deserves that kind of treatment. Hmm. Could be exciting. Yep. No, I'm so we good. got that. We got that uh, that white saber. Oh, Beat Saber. Rhythm. Beat Saber VR game. That's oh, yeah, the one that uh, a bunch of uh, rhythm game twitchers are playing. I don't even know what you play that thing on. Um, I don't know. It's got support for PSVR. the Vive and the Rift, Windows Mixed Reality, and it is coming to PSVR. Yeah, basically, I imagined it as like Fruit Ninja meets Amplitude or something. That's kind of what it looks like. It, yeah, in VR, you basically slash a saber in time to music. I imagine it's like uh, the Steam version of Crypt of the Necrodancer or Audio Surf, where you can put in your own locally stored music and play along the tracks from there. Uh, it's okay. Like on Steam right now, it's like almost 23 bucks, so it's not terribly priced, but it's still in early access. So just uh, keep that in mind. Hmm. All right, so what happened in Rock Band last month, Josh? Anything? Uh, well, this season was basically, this, this season's almost done now, season six. It was basically touted as a retrospective of Rock Band, which is kind of a thinly veiled way of saying a couple rewinds, one new song so far the entire season, which was a Rivals Only Free song, 
and then a bunch of re-releases of Rock Band Network songs that apparently aren't re-releases because they're new to RB4, as a certain community manager would have you believe. Yeah, because that's how you word that. Because songs that that were for sale at one point seven or eight years ago aren't new or aren't old. And it's one of those things they have to say to cover their butts, I'm sure of it. But um, Yeah, how can eh. we spin this so it sounds as positive as possible without it sounding stupid? Let me read what the uh, – there was a blog post, I think, just after our episode last month. Uh, let me see. Happy Spring, let's see. So since launch, since the launch of Rock Band 4, we've released over 400 songs, more than 10 updates, and delivered features that run the gamut from Bruno Mode to online matchmaking. It's been a labor of love for us, but the real joy is watching all of you enjoy our work. Okay, so 400 oh, songs in... Labor, labor of love means they didn't make money. <laughs> 400 songs, though, in a little over three years. It's like, okay, so you're really... And how many of those were in Rivals? 100-something or close to that? No. Rivals? The, like the free no, songs like, and all oh, that stuff. Well, I was thinking when they gave it to us, it was like 30. And then they had some free ones and like there were 30 new songs. And then they started giving us some free ones and real indie ones and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's the thing though. A lot of these free, th- and speaking of, uh, a few days ago, actually, they announced that they're like, if you're on Reverb Nation and you're interested in possibly having your song included in a future Reverb Nation Discover Pack to submit, I guess, a link to your music and Harmonix will check it out. So, Basically, they're going to put together another one of those free packs, which means I imagine an update or something is around the corner. Oh, God. You want to hear something really sad? I just, just discovered this on accident. So I was going to the Harmonix you know, forums, and when you click on you know, which section you want to go into, it shows how many comments there are and whatnot. So Rock Band has something like 195,000 discussions, 4.5 million comments, okay? Yeah. Okay. Drop Mix has 73 discussions, a total for the entire forum of 379 comments. That's almost less comments than we've gotten on this show in the history of this podcast. Super Beat Sports is only 17 comments. Dance Central is like 36,000. Okay. Amplitude, 93 comments ever. Disney Fantasia, 387 comments ever. The 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 VR so, one, the VR one, because that's where you know they have Rockman VR and whatever else there was, ninety nine total comments ever. So, what you're telling me is nobody cares about Harmonix games at all, other than Rock. Other than, other well, that's than Rock the forum. And you know, it's it's I've learned this from being on the Discord and stuff and interacting with people there. Some of the smaller pockets of like online discussion, they're not the majority of the player base. There are some people that aren't on social media at all. There are people that no, are more vocal absolutely. on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and stuff that absolutely. love everything. Because Rock Band is way more than 4 million copies, much mm-hmm. less, you know, 4 million comments. But still, but, just to see the stark contrast, you know, and what's and there. Obvious, obviously, forums have become less relevant in today's age. Mm-hmm. I was just well. thinking more along the lines for drop mix. You would, you would think a forum would be ideal for something like that, you know, or maybe a Reddit page or whatever, but because that's, you know, you got to get people to play that together. Yeah. There are some uh, changes in terms of, well, it's saying here. So the, with the theme of season six being the history of rock band DLC, very loosely, mind you, 
basically, each challenge during the um, the season focused on a different period. I think the first week was 2007 slash 2008, so like Rock Band 1 and 2. And then we had 2009, 2010, which was basically including Rock Band 3, 2011, 2012 to 13. And then the rest of the Rock Band 4 era is this week. Like the whole Rock Band 4 era is this week, and I imagine it'll be a free-for-all where everything counts next week because they couldn't just split 2015 and 16 up and then 2017 and 18 because can't have enough to last an entire season now. But basically, with the uh, with these RBN re-releases, they basically in here on the blog sort of point out how what the RBN was and the process of bringing some of these songs back. So they can't support entitlements for RBN content because it was delisted a few months ago, but we've secured the rights to release a portion of RBN songs as regular paid DLC, a portion, and there's a, th a thread on the Harmonics forums which basically somebody back in the 360 days would track how many sales of each RBN song each they got. So you can look through and you can get an idea of what came out of the last month or two that they're really aiming for within the top 100 because a lot of them are more... I guess ones that are that either sold well or were requested a lot, but it is hard to tell which aspect of that they focus more on. So there is that. Uh, let's see here. We have to work through songs one by one, so we cannot just upload the whole library. We'll be releasing songs periodically, just like we do with our regular DLC. Which, granted, this season has been the right. It's been the regular DLC, so it's hard to say it's not replacing something when it is something. So that that's where the the wording and the tone kind of. Kind of gets me. Uh, each song will get a QA pass to make sure that authoring mixes and all of the other secret bits of the song all work in the game. We'll also be adding in support for pro drums, which is especially useful for any Rock Band Network 1.0 songs because all the pro drums on that when they when they came to Rock Band 3 were broken, so there were no real tom distinctions. It was just all cymbals. Um, <laughs> these songs will be super fun to play and sound great. Oh yeah, except when they actually the charters break a fill in Airbrushed, which was one of the songs that was re-released I think last week. And Owl basically said, "Yeah, it's too late for us to fix it right now. Sorry." So like, unless you're gonna fix it in like a next update or two, don't say that we're gonna not, that you're not gonna touch stuff unless it I guess so needs to be fixed. What and, you're telling me is they're saying they're fixing things, but they've actually put out things that break and the game. They're saying they're not going to fix certain things, and then they change some other things, but then they're not fixing things that should be fixed. Like in this, like in Code Monkey, for example, which also came out last week, the vocal tubes for some of the phrases are still like ridiculously short as that as they've been since Rock Band Two. Ugh. But wait, there's more on the mechanics but, but front. They're making some changes to rivals. Can, can we say something about the fact that they're re-releasing these? They're costing us money to rebuy them when yeah. they're broken. Well, look, not, not, not all of them hold on, are, hold on. Not only are they charging us a second time People to rebuy wanted, these songs, they that was the option. The survey the last yeah. time was: Would you rather have Rock Band Network I songs, know. but you'd have to pay for them again, or not have them at all? Because I'm, what yes, do you think but, they were going to do? But if they're broken and you're going to recharge us, Fix then them. you should be fixing them. In the cases of the ones where the pro drums were broken, they I mean, for example, no, no, Bodies no, no, no. was one of the no. Bodies was one of the first songs they re-released and it had proper tom markers, but there were vocal harmonies charted in the Harmony Project, but apparently since whoever authored them didn't sign off on it, they didn't include it. 
but they do exist. And you can go back to Rock Band 3 and play it that way, you know, if you want to, because you totally can. What I'm, what I'm not, I'm not mad that they're recharging us for things. What I'm mad about is the fact that if they're going to recharge us and bring these things back, things that were broken, all things, it doesn't matter what it was, whether it was short vocal. But it's too it's, much work. No, no. Then don't bring them back. It, it, it was unexcusable at the time when it was broken, let alone to introduce more things that are broken into Rock Band 4. It's almost disgusting, harmonics. Should Why I read out the that? silver lining? While there's a lot of great RBN content we're excited to release, we also have an awesome lineup of non-RBN songs for release this year. Now, how many of those do you think will be in another spotlight pass when they bring that back maybe next season? Because there wasn't one this season, but it's probably because there was a break and they wanted to, given the lackluster selection season fives, I would hope that sevens is a little better. Better, nope. Nobody bought it in the first place, so doing that again seems kind of pointless. No, but again, it's like... (laughs) gating a lot of the more well-known songs that are DLC behind this thing. So, again, you're blind buying a song on the off chance that you might like it when it's announced, and you always have to wait for 10 a.m. every Tuesday for, like, eight weeks. Doesn't make it okay. Okay, so now the mechanics changes. We are adjusting the per-song XP values to reward players who play well at higher difficulties. Put differently, players who five-star a song on Expert will earn substantially more XP than five-starring that same song on Medium. XP already works that way, but we're making the difference more dramatic. We're adjusting the promotional thresholds for some of the tiers to complement the XP changes we're making. We definitely want to make sure that the folks who aren't playing on Brutal or Expert have a chance for promotion. What this has translated into is playing on Brutal that gets you way more XP than playing on regular experts. So people have been just playing Brutal Expert the last few weeks in Challenges getting a crap ton more XP and just doing that. So yeah, more people are playing Brutal, but not because they want to. Or not because you need to. It's because it's an easier way to get more XP. Uh, I mean, if people are still getting XP for Rivals, then they can, but there's no point in it. Yeah, and then they're increasing the XP decay on repeated song plays. So I guess the more you play a song, the more XP you lose when you replay it. Uh, that's always been the case. They might have adjusted how much it does that, though. I think so, yeah. You can feel free to give them the feedback. So that was that. Was that. I feel like there is supposed to be an update next month or by the end of the summer. But uh, we might as well, now that we've gone through all the technical stuff, go through the new songs or songs that we had um, for the season. So... May 10th, I think that was around the last time we had the podcast. We had uh, two rewinds, Creep by Radiohead from Rock Band 1 and Duran Duran with Hungry Like the Wolf from Rock Band 2. So, eh. I mean, there are some of the better songs from those discs, I suppose. Well, Creep is a decent song from Rock Band 1 and Hungry Like the Wolf. I think at this point they just it's almost like at the end of this whole experiment we're going to have at least half of Rock Band 2 available to buy separately. Cuz I feel like we're almost at that point. Um then we had May 10th, no May 17th was uh The Strokes with Reptilia which was another Rock Band rewind and the only non-Rock Band Network re-release song that's technically new but it's a Rivals only free track 
the warning with survive so they have two songs in the game mm. although it is way better than free falling <laughs> if that's any indication um okay now may 24th this is where the rbn re-releases start so i'm referring to the um the little sales chart that shows how like the best-selling songs for rock band network so the first two were creed with higher and of course the aforementioned drowning pool with bodies which those were the bodies and higher were the number one and number two highest selling songs on 360 for the rock band network so Hmm. There's that. Did we get anything good? <laughs> well, let's see. May 31st, we got uh, A Day to Remember with If It Means a Lot to You and uh, Evanescence with Going Under. So if you wanted to sing harmonies on Going Under, now you can in the actual game, although you could last gen too. With a little bit of a workaround. Yeah. Oh, and even though Going Under is apparently, I think, I don't know if it's labeled rock or new metal, but. Apparently, there are some songs that are more... I, I think, actually, yeah, in the next update, they're going to be uh, changing all the new metal stuff to the rock genre, apparently, because some bands don't want to be called new metal because, I don't know, I guess maybe they realized that new metal was like 20 they years like, ago. Yeah, they don't like the connotation. Oh, Yeah, well, that, God, that, that, that leads down a slippery slope as to, then what do you call this band? What do you call them? And then it just becomes no genres correct. Right. That's tough. Gotta have order in our fake plastic guitar games. I, I mean, not like anybody cares what the genre is listed in, in Spotify, I guess. I suppose. Um, going Under was number seven on that list, and If It Means a Lot to You was all the way down to number 51. I thought they would have just kept going down the list and just go like through the top 10 and 20, but they're just kind of going all over the place. Uh, June 7th, we had Asking Alexandria... Not the final episode, which I would have thought they would have gone with for sure, but instead it was A Prophecy, which was number, I think, 19, 18. So, like, eh, it's okay. But then again, it's also asking Alexandria, so okay is the greatest compliment you could give it. <laughs> and then some see the song, country song, which... I guess it's a better chart. Chart-wise, it's a better song than Remedy because that guitar chart hurts my hand. And, and it's uh, number 44, so it's still in the top 50 most sold. Are people still buying things? That's my reaction. Yeah, people are still uh, buying I would, things. I would love for them to just, you know, once come out and say, hey, and I know they can't. I, it'll, all be, it'll all have to be after the fact. But I would love to know what an average song, you don't have to give specifics, to say on an average week, we sell 500 songs, whatever it is, you know, 500 downloads. I'm sure it's more than that, but, and at I'm the not. height of rock, that's 500 total, like across all platforms every week. That's, that seems reasonable, you know, and then yeah. what did it do at the height? Was it 5,000? Was it, well, I mean, at the height, it was probably millions because, million. yeah, because you probably had, you know, at the real height, you let's just say one person bought one song a week, you know. Right. Which let's be honest, everybody's buying a couple songs a week. Well, but but not every there were plenty of people that probably weren't buying any, and right. there were a bunch of people buying like five. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it just I wonder what it was back in the day. I'd love to hear like when they eventually do go under what the what it really was like, you know. I think I bought three songs in the last year. 
Really? If we're on episode 111, I bought three songs this year. That's it. <laughs> I think I bought more than three, but I haven't bought a lot. It's probably been like, I haven't been on a lot. So when I buy them, I'll buy like five in a row. Right. And then I, you know, don't buy anything for quite a while. So well, speaking of songs and getting stuff and things coming back, uh, the entitlement update, we're Amer- uh, North American PS4 people are almost done. When did, this year, when did this game come out? <laughs> October 2015. So we're almost at three years. <sighs> yeah. Four years. No, three well, years. Well, it's almost. three years of time. Yeah. 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 Time is when it starts, when the day came out to now, it's taking them three years and we're still not done with entitlements. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So it was so I nice mean, to have uh, some of those songs back. Keith, we might Finally. actually be at the point where I would say, okay, maybe we shouldn't have delayed it this long. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, that's <laughs> like, I think maybe this I, is I think, okay. I honestly think that the right answer, and I think we've gone over this a couple of times, but I think the right answer was about six months worth of time. If they wouldn't yeah. have come out in October during that Christmas rush where it would, they would have had more of a spotlight on them, not on 5 million other things that come out in you know October, they might have had some distance from Guitar, Guitar Hero, Hero and, and said, and they could have they could have said, look, that's how you don't do it. Here's the good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd have had time to put stuff into it. They'd have had so it could have released where, I mean, it wouldn't be what it is right now, but they would have all the kind of the crappiness we had at the beginning because first impressions matter. Yeah. You know, and it would have been a functional game. They would have had most of the the back order, like all the basically all the full disc exports. Would yeah, imagine there, if IGN you know, stuff like that. IGN could have said in the review like. Your library that you had, you know, in 2007 still works. Right. Like most of it, if not all of it, will eventually work. But most of it, it does versus where they were like, yeah, they they said it's coming, but we're not really sure. And um, And, and I'm not saying that that would have made the game sell three times more, but I think it would have been, it wouldn't have turned people off, you know? Right. So they wouldn't have had to have relaunched it with a new new hardware partner sure. necessarily like they might have sold enough to begin with right mad cats may have may, mad cats might still be here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't just, count on that. just barely they they put too many eggs in one basket they they yeah. thought rock man was coming back and it was like no it was always going to be niche yeah so. oh well Do we so, have anything um, on the entitlement front, a few weeks ago, I know people that bought the Snoop Dogg pack could finally re-download it, which means Snoop's Upside Your Head came back finally. I think that actually showed up in mine. <laughs> I mean, I like it. And then uh, also the rest of the uh, delisted singles from like years ago, like 2013, 2014. So the Naked Brothers Band, those two Fleetwood Mac singles, Here Come Daleks, Manu Chow, the Tokyo Hotel songs, uh, one of the Crooked X songs, uh, Promised Land by Vesuvius. The other Silver Sun pickup song, sort of, Scars on Broadway, that all came back. Oh, good. It means, except for Gone by Crooked X and Get Your Rock On by The Janitors, which I know I bought, but apparently uh, PSN is saying I never bought it, but whatever. It's not that great a song anyway, so I can't care less. Can't wait to play Body I Occupy by the Naked Brothers Band again. That is some good drums. That is a great (laughs) song on drums. It is actually a really fun song to play, but it is. I mean, think about it. The Wolf Brothers went from being some. Kid stars on Nickelodeon to like Nat's a legitimate actor now. He's been in movies that people have seen. I didn't even know that. 
Well, I mean, he was in The Fault in Our Stars, and he was in a few other movies. Okay, that is not a movie. That's a no. There were other movies. That's, a, dumb, that's a dumpster fire something. on a screen. <laughs> it's off topic, but the point is, you can get up to fourteen more new songs if you're SIEA, and there's only ones left. And then Sony Euro- America's done. Sony Europe just got Tom Petty two back, and I think uh, moving to Seattle as a single on top of some other ones. So maybe Sony Europe will be done by like next year or the year after. I'd say next year, but that's the entire in front. And then just heading back to DLC real quick. Last week we had, of course, Airbrushed by Anamanaguchi, the first instrumental track in a long time, but it's glorious chip tuniness, except the drum chart, because there's a fill that actually is different from the Rock Band 3 version, and it's just changed. And I, it was. I remember being on the Discord, and some people were like, "Why would they change something like that?" But who knows? Maybe they'll change it back in an update or something. Then again, there's two drum. There was a real drummer playing, but there's more of like an electronic MIDI chart kind of a thing. So maybe I guess when they recharted, they sort of blended them together. I don't know, but it's nice to have that song back. And of course, Jonathan Colton, Code Monkey, and Airbrush was number seventy-eight on that list. So it's like at near the bottom of the top 100 so the fact that they sort of reached down that far and where's code monkey code monkey was 24 and this week we've got uh i guess a post hardcore song and a metalcore song uh bless the fall with hey baby here's that song you wanted you can figure out that joke and relentless chaos by miss may i which are two songs i don't mind parts of but eh, it just feels a very safe rbn choices mostly like metal or metalcore and just you know, basic rock with like airbrushed, and that's been it. Where was uh, Relentless Chaos was number 40. God, I feel like Sid now looking up the stats. Anything 35. else? Anything yeah. else happened in the world of rock band, Josh? Yeah, but I'm just getting to that. Relentless Chaos was number 35. Hey, baby, here's that song you wanted, number 46. I'm trying to think of whether there was something. I feel like there was. No in way. the world of rock band, God, I don't think so. No, it's that's the thing. It's only been like a month or two, but it feels but, like four. Was Harmonix but, even at? No. At Other all? than I think the Chiller playlist pack finally coming out for Drop Mix. I don't think there was. And I guess Beat Sports was on sale for like 20% off. Rock Band VR was on sale for like, was it $45 or $25? I, I can't even remember. So uh, Harmonix is a dying company where nobody buys their games, posts on their forums, buys their DLC, or anything. Did we get any listener feedback, or is our show dying like Harmonix? No, we have we have more rhythm game stuff to talk about, Dave. Oh, Slow down. Do, do we? We have. We actually have we have, have, we have our Rocksmith DLC, <laughs> but we also have. I'll go through this quick. So there's a cool rhythm game that came out. Uh, right now it's on Switch, and it came out last month on Steam. It'll be coming later this year to PS4 and Xbox One. For all you hip-hop fans out there, I think if you were a fan of a game like Def Jam Rap Star or DJ Hero, you might like this. This is called Floor Kids. It's a breakdance battle game which features freestyle gameplay. Uh, there's multiplayer in there, and it's sort of, you It's we would, I imagine, do breakdance moves to the beat. It's a really neat soundtrack uh, by Kid Koala, who's a Canadian DJ that's done some really good work. He's also in uh, Deltron 3030, if you've heard of that group. 
So if you're into hip hop, I would definitely recommend looking up some uh, gameplay videos of Floor Kids, and it's on Switch and Steam now. Hmm. Just for the record, two yeah. comments. <laughs> yeah, I saw. See, so Rocksmith DLC, I'll blaze through pretty quick. Um, May 15th, we had the Interpol song pack uh, with All the Rage Back Home, which was in Guitar Hero Live on the TV mode, and now Rock Band 4 DLC, Evil, which I think was in the iPhone, the iOS version of Guitar Hero, Obstacle 1, which was on Guitar Hero World Tour, and PDA, which was on the disc in Rock Band 2, all four good, decent alternative songs. I have no idea if the strumming on All the Rage Back Home on a real guitar is worse than a plastic guitar. Probably not that bad. May 22nd was a really cool pack. We had the Metal Mix song pack. So for the first time in a rhythm game, we had Dark Throne, which are a fantastic black metal band. I definitely recommend uh, they had an album that came out in 2013. Uh, I think it was... the. I'm not sure if it was called The Rights of Something, but the song we got is one of the best uh, from the 90s, I think, Transylvanian Hunger, and that was really good. They've been around for like 30-something years, and they're from Norway, so Norwegian black metal. You you pretty much know what you're getting into. The Underground Resistance, that was their album in 2013. Definitely recommend you guys check that out as well as the stuff in the 90s. Morbid Angel in that pack with Immortal Rights. See, Rock Band, this is how you get a Morbid Angel song, not three from Illu, Divinium, and Sanus, which is probably Morbid Angel's worst album. But it's a good song. And then Testament with Souls of Black, not the re-record from Rock Band 2, the original uh, version from the Souls of Black album, which is weird because I, I personally prefer the re-record just because it sounds really good for a re-record. It's not mm. always... Sunshine and rainbows. It's kind of like how I like a lot of the Guitar Hero like one and two covers. Yeah, even they're not. Even though they're not like, uh, they're they're clearly just trying to mock the reality of the real song. But I kind of just enjoy that. Here's another curveball. Very next week, a three pack of Nora Jones. Neat. We got uh, "Come Away with Me" and "Don't Know Why" from her first album and "Sunrise." Actually, it's basically her first album, the pack, but. I feel like Don't Know Why and Come Away With Me really would have worked in a game like Rock Band in like 2010 when an artist like Juanes could get a six-pack and there were just some sort of very left-field artists you wouldn't expect to be in rhythm games, but I guess miracles do happen. Uh, June 5th, Variety Song Pack 15, Badfinger with Baby Baby Blue. Eh, it's it's okay. I'm more of a fan of Day After Day, but they don't have too many hits. Space Hog within the, in the meantime, which was on disc in both Guitar Hero 5 and Rock Band 3. Pretty good 90s song. That little telephone intro is always nice. Uh, the Shadows with Apache, which is apparently some sort of instrumental song. I'm on DLC Quick Play, and I can't really... I've never heard of the song before, so I imagine it's um, some other genre. And then we had U2 with Bad, so it's sort of a deeper cut from the Unforgettable Fire from them, which I guess it's an okay variety pack. Uh, last week, June 12th, 2000s Mix Song Pack 4. Dropkick Murphys with Johnny I Hardly Knew Ya, which was in a DLC. It was DLC for Guitar Hero 3 in a free pack that disappeared like a few months after it came out initially. And of course, a song that has finally escaped from Power Gig and I guess Guitar Hero onto a decade's modern hit, or onto a modern hits. Modest Mouse Dashboard. Really fun. Although that is a custom. <laughs> 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 on 
unfortunately, it kind of drags the pack drags down a little bit because there's a theory of a dead man song in there. Bad girlfriend. I love that we get that one joke in here the one time. At that least you can't, I mean, I have some orange juice here. You just can't see me drinking it. I know. Doesn't count if we can't see it. Oh, yeah. Travis Derek didn't seem to think it was that high of a priority to fix the chart because it's confusing to me that some things are more high priority than others. Because I'm like, if this was happening with anything drop mix, like mm-hmm. then again, they would have to answer to Hasbro. So I suppose not. Speaking of one, is I heard Oya Mia More by Mana on the radio the other day. Thought that was odd. Interesting. I, I don't it's, I don't mind that song from Rock Band Three. It's not about what's priority, Josh, because once again, clearly matchmaking wasn't a priority for them. It's about what's right. If they're gonna recharge us, like, then fix it. Like, and I, I don't understand why that's a thing. I that, wish that, I could tell you that's more. That's a but conversation that comes up in a meet. I know this isn't you, but like, it comes up in a meeting, and you say, "All right, guys, here's the reality. We can't just." Uh, you can't just give these songs back to them because we don't own the right title mints. We just have to recharge them. It's a whole complicated licensing mess. Now, there were a few problems with a couple of these big hit songs, and people know about them, and they've been problems since Rock Band 2. Right? So what we're saying? Like, hmm, maybe we should, we should fix those bugs because, you know, we're a good company. We want to prove that we care about our audience. That's... I but mean, I think maybe, maybe they, wrong, but maybe uh, they don't care anymore. No, I mean they do care, but I feel like at the same time they have their own ideas of where they want to expand into different avenues and they they want to follow it, which that's their prerogative, but yeah. I feel like especially now with the internet tastes are ever changing and it takes that much more effort to keep up. But again, right, we'll have and, to see. but not but but not only is this a matter of we want to we don't want to waste our time doing this because we want to invest into other things. You are souring my opinion of Harmonix as a whole. Right? Well, so they're more than out someone beats. from there is more than welcome to come on this show and speak with us about it. Oh, I'm sure they're not gonna come on here ever again. <laughs> you can go to the Discord and, and get more involvement from that from some from a certain community person than here. Hmm. Come at me with what you have, but we're giving you a platform to talk with us about this. I mean, one of the, the last thing I'm going to talk about after the rest of the Rocksmith DLC, I was, I'm was i hoping that there's going to be a podcast episode about that topic because it could, if some things didn't happen the way they did, maybe some things would change. But this week's Rocksmith DLC, whereas Rock Band is getting two songs that came out years ago, Rocksmith is getting a second Radiohead pack. A second. No surprises. Street Spirit, Fade Out, and They're There. All really good songs. Uh, considering the last one was like five years, four or five years ago, Radiohead Pack, the fact that Ubisoft is still able to get some pretty quality DLC for a game that basically got an update five years ago, almost five years ago. Or maybe it's... No, it's a new game. I, I consider 2014 edition of Rocksmith to be a new game. So that's it for Rocksmith DLC, and now we have to go and kind of end things on a downer. Well, not a, not a surprising downer, but still a downer nonetheless. So 
as of earlier this month, there was an article put on Activision support website called Guitar Hero Live GHTV Sunset Information About the Termination of the GHTV Service. <laughs> I'm going to read this. I mean, I'm going to pull in a sigh. If you guys have seen a size video from a few weeks ago about this, I'm, I don't think I can do that justice. You can still go watch it, but I'm going to read it anyways. We want to thank you for being valued fans, money suckers, and let you know that as of December 1st, 2018, the GHTV mode within Guitar Hero Live will no longer be available to play. Yeah. On that date, we will terminate the service for GHTV and servers will be shut down. Console versions of the GH Live mode will continue to operate as usual. So congratulations anybody that was ever a fan of this game. As of the end of this year, your disc becomes a coaster. Well, they still have some offline, but anything you paid for, like those videos, all, all that's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. All your the coins or whatever. Plan for Guitar Hero this this decade was literally in the title "Live" as in live service, not live music. I don't know why I didn't think of that before, but a lot of games are heading towards that trend. You're right. I take that back. It's not a coaster. It's just. You're going to get sick of playing the same 42 songs over and over again as opposed to the several hundred that were on GHTV. And we always we always knew that was going to be a problem. Yeah. We, we always yeah. knew this was eventually going to happen. I mean, granted, it's relatively quick, but we well, knew it was going to happen. To be honest, does anybody care? <laughs> I, Activision I mean, I think, didn't I think care as soon as Overwatch came out. I, I think that it, you know, that game got a relatively decent reception just for changing things up a bit. You know what I mean? But we always knew that this, you know, this was going to be an issue. Always. Mm -hmm. So play it a little bit more if you want, right? We have time to play it. Yeah, you have. I'm going to get. Basically, I believe it's going to go. GHTV will work until November 30th of this year, and then it will be shut down around then, and it will cease to exist on December 1st. So you have about five months, a little over five months. And for anybody that's that was thinking asking about the iOS version as of June first, that was taken uh, off like with a day's it was taken off. Yeah. Yep. But if you oh. still own the app you, and have it installed on your device, you can keep playing uh, the live mode. Uh, it says, please note if you update your iOS software, the app may no longer be supported. I doubt that. It can work on iOS ten and eleven. It'll probably if you re-download it, last for a few more years. Unless Apple drastically changes something about the base of iOS, which happens every couple. I, su I suppose I was 12 is going to be a thing, but uh, I, I, I kind of did everything I needed to in that game a while ago, even on the iOS version. It was like, well, with, you know, being jailbroken on that, it's like, I don't even have to get plays or hero cash or any of that. Um, additionally, on June 1st, 2018, all GHTV in-game purchases will be turned off. Players can continue to use their hero cash and items on hand until the GHTV sunset date of December 1st, 2018. Thank you for playing GHTV and head to GH Live Mono Console to continue to play. Huh. The Sega CD version. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Listen to my feedback, that, guys. you got to spend whatever you have and get it out while the getting's good. Yep. It won't matter. Oh. I probably still have free plays. <laughs> No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. The funny thing was, again, there had been no new songs in the game for more than a year, and except once when there was a song from the leaked song cache that accidentally got put into an old show. And I played it on PS4 for the first time in months just to see what that chart was like. 
it was okay, but I'm like, eh, I've already played this on the iOS version, and I, I've already played. I mean, I'm kind of with uh, Quicken on this. I don't really care that much because I've already played everything I needed to. And again, I'm not going to be like a lot of people that say, "Well, Clone Heroes doing this better, anyways," because. I mean, yeah, it's a free game, but it's basically a free game based on existing assets from a game that is still kind of existing. So it's kind of, you know, piracy. But there are six Fred charts for some of the songs on GHTV. If you decide to go that route, I won't stop you from doing that. But, it's, you know, it's I, I try to for a game that no one's playing anymore. doesn't matter. I mean, if they could somehow get the rest of the charts for all the songs that were there and would have been there, because... That leaked cash had some interesting ideas for songs, but you know, it, it needed work. It needed a lot more work. And Activision, as soon as Overwatch came out, they went right back to being the FPS machine. We all knew that they were deep down. If if you know Rock Band 4 gets shut down, which it will, and they close the store, and somebody goes in to hack Rock Band 4 to add the entire catalog of rock band music ever made just by using a flash drive. I have, I feel no guilt doing such a thing when, once it's a thing. Well, so people, people care enough about, about guitar, you're live for, for like a few years now. Yeah. And so once they break it and the game's gone, who cares? So the people it wanna... probably would be on the, uh, the Xbox one version since I, I don't know if the PS3 one is as susceptible to that sort of thing. If people want to make guitar hero live live again, they will. But I don't think anybody do does, so it'll be okay. There were some good songs on there, and I got introduced to some good songs from that service. I guess the charts were okay, but it was one of those weird things where, I don't know, maybe just like playing fake plastic guitar, I found myself gravitating more towards doing better at singing in rock band than I did playing plastic guitar in any of these games now. Any listener feedback, guys? Let's wrap this. There's two. Yeah. Got on the roadcast said, hey, I've said it before, but great podcast is always Keith trying to be sly with that cat zoom. And then Justin Daniel said, there are so many songs in rock band that don't have the correct difficulty, at least when they are played on expert. I have found it to be pretty weird when I gold star something impossible, but only four star a three or four difficulty song, you know something's messed up. Oh, yeah. Yes, especially the last six to 12 months there have been some even the last season before this one there were a few songs where like guitar was over tiered i think on the trivium song drums were over tiered on that the breaking benjamin song was a little over tiered on it's drums been, it's been broken since this game came out i i do better on on four tier songs than i do on one tier songs on the disc still so it's it's broken yeah. it's broken it's fine don't look at the difficulty. Just play the song. <laughs> yeah, Sora Roxas in the chat. Wow, didn't know this. Need to go for them trophies about GHTV shutting down. All Activision needs to do is make a new GH game with the five-button layout with a good set list and sell it with continuous DLC. You yeah, know, they, that's what everybody they, was telling they, them, like, in 2012. And they never did that during the actual wave of actual Guitar Hero. They kept putting out games. So. If you Don't guys will remember, there was that whole thing about the leaked screenshots of what Guitar Hero 7 would have looked like, and it was basically the initial steps of what Guitar Hero Live would have been, but if you guys, if if you are, if you have a jailbroken eye device and you've tried doing Guitar Hero Live with the, the cache method, as I've explained, you'll see that there were those little cloud icons, so at some point there was a way to buy songs and re-download them in the future, 
but we'll, we'll, we will never see what was to be. Anyway, guys, that's it. That's all we have time for. This has been Living Room Clutter, episode 111. I'm Dave Moore, your number one Rhythm Gaming podcast host. That's Keith Dahl. He's bald. You can't see him. And can't see Josh. Me, but I'm Josh, right here. Da, 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 da. Josh, JC Lexicon, follow Keith at KDAL08. Josh at JC Lexicon. And, and check out my writing over at Dominionated. Yeah, do that. Dominionated.ca put up a new review today of the uh, band Too Young to Go Steady. They're pretty good. Guys, we'll see you next month for another episode of Living Room Clutter, the one-year anniversary since this show became monthly. Bye, guys. See ya.